Hello and welcome back to the Sealy News Podcast. I am the host, Cole McNana, sports and education editor, coming to you live from the Sealy News studios at Sealy News headquarters with another behind-the-scenes look at the stories of the November 5th edition of the paper. We've got a great paper for the first of the penultimate month of the year, and this show should be a good one as well. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you stick around. Tell a friend if you enjoy it. Share it with someone who might like it, and reach out to me at sports at sealynews.com for any story ideas or podcast guest recommendations. First, on a personal note, thank you to everybody who has donated to my November fundraising mission once again this year. If you didn't see the full video of me shaving my beard to raise money for men's health, head on over to our Facebook page. Uh, But this is my yearly tradition of growing a mustache and raising money in honor of my dad who beat prostate cancer. I grow my beard for 11 months out of the year and shave it off at the beginning of November to start a conversation about men's health. Our Sealy Stashes team, head over to movember.com slash T slash Sealy dash stashes, S-T-A-C-H-E-S. So getting into the paper, like I said, it was a pretty important start to the week. With election day following falling on press day on Tuesday, our managing editor Joe Southern put together some awesome coverage on the local elections in the wee hours of the morning. So be sure to check out all of that on our website at sealingnews.com. The winners included Carolyn Bilski in the mayor race over Nick Tyree, Jay Aguado over the Ralph Bond for the Sealy School Board, and Ronnie Griffin will reassume his constable position after beating out both Toby Baggerly and Robert Campbell. With Veterans Day coming up next week, Joe also had a great feature story on Curtis Brown, who is helping those who return from war deal with the stresses and reacclimating period after his struggles with mental health, physical health, as well as his pain medication addiction. It is a heartwarming story of positives coming out of a not-so-positive situation, so that is one you should definitely check out. Also in this week's paper, we have our Salute to Veterans special section with all the Austin County citizens who have bravely fought for our country, so be sure to check that one out. And if you've got a veteran who you want to honor in next year's edition, email the photo, rank, and branch of military your friend or loved one served in to editor at sealynews.com. Joe also had some coverage on the coronavirus pandemic's impact on Austin County this week, including the breaking story that Faith Academy, the private school in the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools, dropped out of the Interscholastic Athletic League for not complying with pandemic protocols, including mask wearing and spacing. Check that story out for the full scoop. And staying in the schools down in Wallace, Brazos High School had an uptick in their coronavirus cases, which also forced the football team to postpone and later forfeit its final contest of the year against Rice. But we'll dive into that a little bit more in sports. While we're talking about schools, I was at the CLISD school board meeting last week where some financial enrollment and project information was provided from all around the district. CFO Lisa Svoboda went into details about the local optional homestead exemption provided by the district before Assistant Superintendent Chris Summers presented some new enrollment numbers and laid out some criteria for students to continue online learning. 
Out of the 2,812 total students in CLEISD, 2,506 of them are learning face-to-face -face, and 306 of them are learning virtually. Those were increases from the data provided at the beginning of the school year on August 23, where out of 2,754 students, 2,023 were in-person and 731 were remote. He, as well as Superintendent Brian Hallmark, uh, understand that the online learning stresses on teachers is not sustainable and both feel as though the best place for students to learn is indeed in the classroom with their teachers in front of them. So they are trying to get more students back in the classroom and part of what could help with that is the new criteria laid out to possibly be enacted down the road to help keep online learners more engaged. In order to remain learning remotely, students will have to maintain a daily attendance rate of 97%, the same that is expected of in-person learners, complete all assignments each week through Google Classroom, and maintain a passing grade for each class as well. Summers said, quote, the attendance piece, the completing the work, and having a passing grade, we feel those are the three biggest things we're struggling with in remote right now. We hope that just having the criteria in place will help motivate students and help and hold them a little bit more accountable, end quote. Once again, it was not put into place at last week's meeting, but it was approved to be used if the commissioner of education relaxes his previous statement where school districts did not have the right to set criteria such as those themselves. Another big thing that came out of the meeting was the final payments were approved on the agriculture barn and culinary kitchen projects at the high school. So stay tuned for some open house coverage of those facilities. Diving on into sports, the Sealy Tiger football team notched a 48-7 win over the Wharton Tigers last Friday in their home finale to end on a high note. Sophomore quarterback Devon Hemileski accounted for five of the offense's six touchdowns with Avante Nunn breaking off a 58-yard run as well. While Lane Hawley secured an interception and returned at 102 yards for a touchdown. After the game, I caught up with some of the offensive stars, including seniors Draper Parker, Jacoby Davis, and Alvin Nunn, as well as the 102-yard man himself, Lane Hawley. So, joining us now from Mark A. Chapman Field at TJ Mills Stadium following a big win on senior night are those Draper, Jacoby, Alvin, and Lane. Forty-eight to seven. How do you guys feel uh, wrapping up this home slate here at home? It's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't want to end it. I mean, no other way. yeah, no other way. I mean, thoughts? What are your thoughts? It feels great to win a big win like this with all my brothers. And it, it's sad that yeah, it's the last, last home game, game. <laughs> for the rest of my lives. This is, this unless, unless Coach Mob have a miracle. I, I, said, <laughs> I said I was gonna cry. And they don't want to cry with me, so I might not cry. Oh, you gotta cry. cry. It's the last one, man. It's the last one. That playoffs. Right. That playoffs. Tell me about how you. How are you feeling? Your ankle's a little busted, but you're you're still going. Yes, sir. I feel good. I ain't, I ain't feel nothing. I was just too hyped to play. So I hear you. I can't feel anything. Uh, who got in the end zone? You scored three. You scored three times. Yeah, You didn't score. You all didn't score. I scored yes. one. You scored. All right, all right. Talk about getting into the end zone here. How'd it feel? Man, amazing. 
I mean, I had to end it out with a bang. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It How felt, you? It felt great, but then they had cheated me on that one. Dude, one. I could have sworn you were in. I, That's I what everybody said. I could have sworn. But guess what? He opened the door. He took it. Oh. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, how do we feel going into next week uh, against Lamarck for the district championship? We feel real good feel about good. it. We feel real good about it. All right. What are your thoughts here on uh, your last home game here? Hoping because Ma <laughs> come up with a miracle to bring us back so here. So you get another game. This here. atmosphere yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. We're going to miss right. it for sure. Congrats. How do you feel? What are, you, what are your thoughts here? What are you thinking right here uh, after a senior walk, after a 48-7 to 7 win? I mean, <laughs> sad. It's our, I mean, it's our last game on this field, and we showed out for sure. Yeah, there you go. And talk about your uh, – I heard about your interception. I wasn't here for it. But take me through your play. Take me through that play. What were you seeing? How did that happen? Break it down for me. So I read I read pass. And I dropped up. I opened my hips and went to hook curl. No one came out there. So I flipped him back and checked for drags across. And sure enough, there it was. And Connor tipped it up. And I caught it in the end zone. And then <laughs> I, I had to make a decision to yeah. take it from the end zone and try and get yards or just take it. Right. Take a knee in the end zone. But I saw I had people, more people than they had coming over here. I got you. So I took it out. When did you know that you had it? Like when you hit like the fifty yard line, there was nobody in front of you still. Yeah, no one was, no one was in front of me, but <laughs> I, I almost got caught. He tried to tripping me up. Oh, but shoot. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, "You're going." I'm, yeah, I'm going. All righty then. Talk about the rest of the defense. Uh, only seven points allowed. So what were you guys able to do? How were you able to shut them down? Uh, so during practice this week, we practiced a couple things. And they were working pretty good. But tonight we went out in uh, like a special formation. I got you. That we call it. Okay. And that wasn't working, so we just did what we practiced and we shut them down. All righty. Uh, how do you feel now? Four and zero in district, going into Lamarck, uh, pretty much for the district championship. How do you feel? Uh, I'm pretty confident, but not cocky. I hear you. I mean, <laughs> we can't. We can't get comfortable. It's definitely going to be a battle next week too. Hell yeah. All right, man. What else are you taking away? What else are you thinking about here? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to miss all my boys that I've been playing with. I hear you. A big thank you to those guys and a congrats on a solid home season. Today, if you're listening on Drop Day, Friday, November 6th, the Tigers will head down to Texas City where they could lock up an outright district championship with a win over the Lamarck Cougars. Follow our social media pages as well as my personal Twitter at CMAC217 for updates from that contest. Also happening last week was the first bi-district championship on the volleyball court for a Sealy team since 2017, where the Lady Tigers took down the North Forest Bulldogs in three sets. After dropping the tie-breaking match against the Belleville Braminettes, Sealy drew the number two seed from the district and advanced to an area round matchup against the Huffman Hargrave Falcons earlier this week, where its season came to an end. Hit up SealyNews.com for that coverage, but first, let's take a trip back to last week and visit with the Lady Tigers head coach after a playoff win. So, 
Joining us now from last Thursday afternoon at Sealy High School is Lady Tigers head volleyball coach, Kim Boyd. The good. What did you like out of your team's performance here tonight? Uh, the girls played, played at their potential and played at our level instead of playing down, so what we needed. Um, it's kind of been a while, I guess, uh, since the playoff win, so talk about getting the first bi-district championship since 2016. Uh, very exciting. Always good to win the first round. Um, we're even more excited about moving further than what we've done in the last two years, three years. So right. it's it's good. It's a win for Sealy Tigers. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, I was looking back, it was the best season since 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. And then 16, they had a good run too. So kind of talk about, I guess, the brand of Lady Tiger Volleyball and, and this kind of group of, this group of volleyball players, I guess. What's, what's special about these guys? Girls. I mean, they want to play together. They want to, you know, have that camaraderie on the court and off the court. Uh, they know the importance of how big buy-in is. Um, can't play as individuals. And it's, it takes a while to be able to develop that. And we finally do have that this year. And so it's everything that we've wanted and we've been looking forward to since these girls were freshmen. So. Awesome. What was your message to the team after the game? Uh, that we're going to continue to push hard. We're going to have to push harder. Mm -hmm. um, this wasn't a super difficult game, and our next one's going to be quite a bit more mm -hmm. difficult. So uh, we need to prepare to play as if it's the number one team in the state. So. Right, absolutely. So what's practice kind of going to be like? I mean, we're going to practice on Friday. We like routine. Yes. Uh, we we want to keep things the same. Uh doesn't matter if we play on any day. We're going to try and keep it as much uniform as possible. Alrighty. Uh, what else can you say to tonight's performance? What was your message to kind of keep them focused? Um, well, they're always focused on food, so of course. They're, oh. they, always, <laughs> they always try and find a way to get a goal of somehow related to food, so that's an easy one for us. But uh, not just that, it's, it's just knowing that it's playoffs and knowing yeah. that yeah. any day could be their last day. So it's an easy way to especially bring in the leaders who then, you know, help out with the newcomers. I gotcha. Um, all right, so step one of what is hopefully many. kind of your many. There you go. How do you feel accomplishing that first step in this goal that you have set up for you guys? I mean, I'm very excited. Our coaching staff and our girls, we work hard every day um, to prepare for the end game. and. We're finally there. Thankfully, we were able to have, you know, a full season. Um, yeah. And so we're just thankful that we're still able to play. All righty. What else are you taking away from here tonight, your first bi-district championship since 2016 at home also? Um, that it's even, it's even more exciting that it's at home because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Um, so glad we got to be able to put on a show for our hometown. A big thank you and congrats on the most successful district season since 2015 for Sealy this year. Like I said, you can find full playoff coverage online. 
Also happening earlier Thursday afternoon was the cross-country district championship where both Sealy teams qualified for the regional championship, which will be held next Tuesday, November 10th in Huntsville. The Lady Tigers took the team championship with a trio of freshmen taking the top spots while the Tigers made their sixth consecutive regional meet behind a second-place overall finish from Daniel Medrano, although he wasn't the most thrilled with his own performance. Still, it was a beautiful day for some running despite some wind. So, joining us now from a windy Royal High School in Brookshire is Lady Tiger senior Madison Maniak, Tiger junior Daniel Medrano, and Sealy freshman Fernando Garza following a successful day for the Tigers. Hey, how are you? How do you feel about your performance here today? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Past the two Velvo girls at the end, so that was my goal. There you go, <laughs> and uh, a lot of a lot of Sealy finishers there at the top. So, how do you feel about the team's performance here today as well? I think it was the best team, per, like the best team I've been on right. my all four years, because we've never placed that district. Right, right. These four years. So. so it looks like you're going to regionals as a team, right? Yeah, it looks like we looks won. Looks like it. So, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, how do you feel, man? This is your first time as a team, right, in your, in your career. So how does yeah. it feel to be going to regionals as a team? It feels awesome. It's going to be really fun. There you go. And, uh, shoot, I remember talking in, in like, March, I think, when, when I saw you at the high school. Yeah. So kind of talk about how this whole season has gone and, and what it means to kind of to be in this position right now. Yeah. I mean, it means a lot that I got top 10 this year because it's been, like, months and, like, years of hard work and, like, overcoming so many things. So... <laughs> It feels good. Alrighty, what else do you kind of need to work on uh, before regionals, I guess? What's practice going to be like for you? I guess just like, just getting more speed in and maintaining our speed because we're doing pretty good so far. <laughs> so All hope right. we make it past there. <laughs> Alrighty, good deal. Uh, talk about the weather, I guess. Did the wind affect oh. you guys at all? Yes, it definitely did. Like, <laughs> it definitely did something like it, my throat was burning yeah okay okay before the first month so. <laughs> all righty good stuff well uh anything else what else is on your mind here after uh, after this big race point um i'm just really proud of like the girls and how we did this season awesome awesome so uh tell me about today how did you guys feel uh about your performances here today you can start I, like, uh, I gave them all the whole race they didn't I didn't give up. Try to catch up to the Bovo kid. There you go. All right. How about you? How'd you How'd you feel about your performance today? Um, to be honest, uh, for, compared to last year, I didn't even get top ten last year. And coming from where I was at, I worked hard every single day of the summer and everything to get where I am right now. And I ended up getting second. And I just wasn't the better man today. But I know it's not over yet, and there's more to come. And of course, right. So you guys some solid finishes team-wise too so um how do you feel about the team's performance here today i guess i feel like we can improve but we did better than other times yeah yeah well like i said it's not it's not over yet but for today is just weren't the better team today again but but still got region regionals and then also this isn't the max of our the max that we could do, we don't really got any seniors left, so. Right, right, right. Everybody's going to be coming back, so. Um, talk about the, the wind, I guess. Did, did, the, did the weather affect you guys at all today? Uh, I didn't let it get in my head, but I just kept pushing. There you go. All right, all right. Um, 
And yeah, you kind of talked about last year's district was a little bit different than this year's district, but uh, kind of talk about the competition overall here this year. Uh, this is my first year actually running cross country, and I feel like it's good competition. I know I can do a lot better these coming years. I got you. So I'm, since a fr I'm just a freshman, but right. I gotta keep going. All right. Well, if I'm being honestly honest, like in the grand spectrum of all this cross country thing, I don't know if you know, but we're just being the guy who got first. We're just some big fish in a little pond. Right. But to where I want to be, I'm trying to get to that ocean where there's there's more bigger fish. So right now in like in a little, in a little bit, that in this little race here, I mean, yes, yeah, good competition, but there's more, and I'm expecting to get to there where there's more and to be that guy that everybody wants to be. That I want to be in the competition. Right. Right. I got you there. All righty. Uh, well, what is going to be practice like? What are you guys going to be working on here uh, leading up to regionals here? Just keeping our pace, more, run faster, and that's pretty much it. All right. And stay mentally focused, too. Of course. Well, we needed it, this little loss to shake us up a bit, to humble ourselves a little bit. I mean, not saying we were, like, on, on a high horse or nothing like that, but right, still. Right, right. Like just to humble us up a little bit and to get us more in focus on what we could really be in our potential and just to get jobs, get the job done next time. I got you. All righty. Any other big takeaways from here today? It's ready for the football game tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's more to come. More to come. Yeah. Perfect. Another big thanks to everyone for their time. Congrats to them and all that coverage is live on our website as well. As I said earlier, the Brazos Cougar football season is finished after an outbreak of COVID-19 cases forced them to forfeit their season finale against Rice later this week. Brazos head football coach Ryan Roker shared an update on social media explaining the situation. So without further ado, here is the explaining message from the Cougar head football coach and athletic director. Hey, Brazos Nation. Uh, it's Kirk coming to you here this Tuesday morning. Um, unfortunately, having to be uh, the bearer of some unfortunate news. Um, unfortunately, due to the situation currently at our high school, uh, we will have to forfeit our football game for this Friday night, our game that was supposed to be played here Friday night versus Rice. Uh, we will not be able to play uh, due to our current situation. Uh, that will effectively end our 2020 football season. Um, but the biggest thing is that this ending doesn't define who our kids are and what our program is. Um, there will be a much more lasting in, in, uh, effect uh, from this season than just how this kind of wrapped up and ended here at the end, the situation out of our control. Uh, so we want to make sure that we can congratulate our guys on the job well done. Um, they have fought and competed going all the way back to March, uh, back to June 8th when we got to start summer conditioning through the summer all the way to August 3rd uh, when our season started. There's been countless trials and adversities that these guys uh, have dealt with and overcome and rose to the occasion. So, uh, unfortunately, one decision here at the end does not wipe out all that uh, hard work and achievement. I mean, there's been uh, big highs and, and big accolades and big accomplishments throughout the season and lasting memories and lasting legacies uh, that will come from it. So unfortunately having to bring an unfortunate ending uh, right here to you doesn't define uh, these guys and, and unfortunately the situation out of our control. 
uh, doesn't define our 2020 season. So uh, we will be back bigger and better and stronger than ever. Uh, but like I said, uh, unfortunately, we will not be able to finish on Friday. Um, we want to make sure that we give out thank yous um, and recognize people that need to be uh, from the season going, starting with our administration. A uh, huge thank you to uh, Mr. Thompson, Mr. Cormier, Mr. Hudgens, and, and all the ladies in the office and everybody that helps us uh, throughout the days and weeks throughout the season, all the people working in uh, the ticket booths and, and maintenance departments and every, everybody behind the scenes. We want to make sure we say thank you to our community. Uh, you're, you were one of the heart of the Brazos Nation. Again, one of the reasons that our kids go out and compete uh, in all the sports that they do. Uh, for y'all and thank you for coming out this season despite all that's going on and giving us that home field advantage and cheering on the boys and being there to support them um, like I said you're as much part of the Brazos program as the guys and girls that are on the field and court so we want to like I said make sure we thank you for all that you do uh, and now and in our upcoming seasons um, so big shout out to our community huge thank you to our booster club um all the stuff that they do behind the scenes that you never even see uh, from getting people in our concession stands to supporting the athletes with needs. Uh, we need to get all of our athletic parents or anybody that wants to participate in Booster Club because, again, it's not uh, just a one-sport club. Everything that they do is stretched out amongst all the sports here at Brazos ISD. Uh, so we need to make sure that we support them and get involved and in how we can help and ideas and time. Uh, so, again, we want to make sure we thank our Booster Club again for everything they've done throughout the season. A uh, huge shout-out to our parents. Um, again, kind of an unsung hero, uh, but, again, a big part of our Brazos family as far as getting kids to practice, uh, uh, adjustments, waiting up here for games, getting, getting kids back from games, uh, taking care of uh, things at the house, and, and, like I said, being a support system on those good times and bad times and supporting us. So a huge thank you to our parents. Like I said, it's a People don't think about them being part of the group, but they're a major part of our uh, Brazos family here. So a huge thank you to our parents. Uh, thank you to our coaches, again, from top to bottom, from junior high to high school, um, and the time that they give and the time that they uh, pour into the, our kids and what they've dealt with through the season and all the different changes. Big thank you to our coaching staff. Uh, big thank you to our players, again, part of our family. Uh, forget about me, I love you. And, again, from top to bottom, our, each one of our players – uh, is equally important to us. We love them like our own. Uh, it's not accomplishment-based or anything like that. Every one of our guys is just as important. So we want to make sure to thank you guys uh, when you see this and as we tell you uh, every day how much we love you. and Thank you for being a part and giving all that you did um, throughout the season. Uh, huge thank you to our seniors. Um, again, not only for what that you did this year, accomplishment-wise or on the field, but a huge thank you for the leadership and determination that you showed in the locker room and off the field uh, and the legacy that you'll leave for these guys and the standard that you set uh, for these guys to live up to and how to carry themselves, like I said, on and off the field, no matter what may, may come. Your legacy is more than W's or L's. Uh, it's the way that you carry yourself and present yourself and the way you act and the integrity and character uh, that you show. So a huge thank you, like I said, uh, to those guys. And again, uh, anybody that may possibly have been, uh, been left off. Uh, we will have a senior night uh, at some point in the near future. Uh, unfortunately, that date isn't announced right now. We will get that date and time out there to you because, again, we want to recognize our seniors uh, and football and band and cheerleading and trainers uh, and give them the recognition that they deserve. 
that will be stripped away. So, like I said, we'll get that date time out there to you so that you can come out and participate and recognize them. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, this the message um, has a negative connotation right now, but, again, doesn't define what – uh, these guys have done throughout this season. So again, if you see one around, uh, please congratulate them and support them, uh, because we will be bigger and better and back, uh, soon enough. And like I said, the family takes care of the family and we appreciate everybody for what they've done throughout the months and, uh, we'll see you soon. A tough ending for the squad who could have had some playoff implications in that final game, although they are still planning on honoring their seniors, so stay tuned for some more coverage from Wallace on their football season as well. Later on in the paper, we also have an awesome photo spread from the drive through Halloween event hosted by the Sealy Main Street Board last Saturday, where cars were lined up for miles to get their trick-or-treating done amidst the coronavirus pandemic. More than 50 vendors lined Main Street between City Hall and Levine Park, and at one point, the cars reached past LifeBridge Church nearly two miles down the road. So it was an awesome turnout, and there were some great photos taken there on page 14, if I do say so myself. So be sure to check that one out there. That's about all I got for this week. The paper really speaks for itself, and as you heard, there are a lot of good stuff in there. So thank you for checking in with us on the airwaves here this week, and be sure to grab a copy of your favorite local newspaper today. Hit us up at sealynews.com and follow us on social media for all the breaking news around the county. Thanks for listening in. If you did enjoy it, share it with a friend, and you can reach me at sports at sealynews.com with any fan mail. Thanks for listening. Thanks for voting. Be safe, have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next time.